Hello, this is Bo Buchanan, Arizona number two, here with another edition of On the Level. I am honored today. I'm sitting in the El Zariba Shrine in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm sitting here with the potentate and his wife, George and Dorothy Mather. And George and Dorothy, if you guys can both just introduce yourselves and tell me, firstly, just tell me the name of your Blue Lodge or your home organization, uh, the title you have, if any, in that organization, and then we'll get to the shrine after that. I am George Mather. I'm my home lodge is Lithopolis Lodge, number 169, Lithopolis, Ohio. I was master of that lodge in 1996. Dorothy, <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy doesn't know how to answer that one. No, um, I've been around shrine or shrine and masonry for probably 40 years. And, and were you were you married to George when he first got into masonry? No, you were not. No. Okay. My later. father was a mason, and then I married another gentleman, and he became a mason and became into shrines. So. Tell me, and now we're at the shrine, to tell me about your title and connection to the shrine. Uh, I'm the newly elected and installed potentate for 2016. Uh, we have roughly uh, 1,400 members, <clears throat> and we have uh, 22 uh, units and uh, well, a total of 44 clubs and units. Uh, I think 22 of which are units. Uh, we are the best kept secret as far as philanthropy. Our, our mission or, and my goal this year and our motto this year is we put children first. Uh, we're here to help raise money and fund for 22 hospitals that the shrine supports uh, worldwide. And Dorothy, you're part of a couple of the ladies' organizations here. Tell me about that. I am in Ladies' Oriental Shrine, and our purpose is to do the same thing the men do. We support the hospitals as well as um, have a lot of fun. Daughters of the Nile um, is a more serious group, and they donate all of their monies that they make into shrines. They donate it all to the hospital. So you guys are the first married couple that I've interviewed. Tell me a little bit about what what kind of dynamic does that the two of you being married, you're like the first family of masonry here, or first family of shrine, I guess we would say. Tell me a little bit about how that's affected your marriage or what that means to you to be married and be involved. Well, the first time I met my wife will uh we'll be married March fourth, it'll be uh four years. Uh the first time we ever went out was the first time she ever saw me not being dressed as a clown. <laughs> but it's her and Ken, her husband that passed away, she'd been a widow for 20 years. I'd been single for 20 years. And she'd been around Shrine as long, almost as long as I have. And when we made this decision to start on this adventure to become potentate, she was able to fill me in on a lot of things. And she has been the support behind what I'm doing. And without that type of support, it would be awfully hard to do. But, and, and one of the things I hear from when we come into masonry, uh, they say how important it is to make sure that if you're married, your wife understands this commitment as well so that you're not, you know, she's not mad at you when you disappear once a week or twice a week or what turns into every day a week, right? Yeah. Uh, right. Tell, me, tell me a little bit about, you, you've been involved in, in uh, the Masonic family for a long time, Dorothy. Tell me a little bit about, I guess, uh, what that means to you and why you've stayed involved. I 
thoroughly enjoy being with people, enjoy working with people, um, and especially when the money that you make goes to a child that would not have had a chance if we weren't around. Um, at the same, you know, years ago when my husband was master of the lodge, my daughter was um, queen. honor queen of Job's daughters. My son was master of the Malay. Wow. At the same time that my husband was master of his lodge. So we were 100% Masonic family. <laughs> yeah. And we're pretty much that way now. My older son is in, involved a little bit. Um, just we're all involved. You know, we all work for the same purpose. Dorothy, tell me about maybe one of your favorite memories uh, being involved. Uh, if there was an event or uh, a funny story or or maybe, a you know, I don't know if you ever met children or, or anything like that. Tell me about something like that. Um, we do meet children. I work at the clinics in El Zariba. We go to the hospital where the kids come in and have their checkups, meet the doctors, and then from there, they either go on to the hospital or they're managed through our clinics. And uh, there's been too many to mention. Where, yeah. There's not there's not a Shrine Hospital here in Phoenix. So where do you meet these or where do you take them? The children will go to either Salt Lake City or L.A. Okay. And the doctors come to us for their checkups. So that's when we get to meet the kids. And, uh, George, let me turn that question back to you. Can you share a memory, a more memorable time with us? Well, I've been clowning since 1990 at Shriners Hospitals all over the country. But two years ago, uh, we were in Mexico City, and I got to go to the Mexico City Hospital. For the first time in my life, I was in a Shrine Hospital, not dressed as a clown. And the 300 and some kids that were there for the clinic that day the, their enthusiasm and their admiration and the love that they poured out to us as just Shriners and our you know, dressed everyday clothing and with our fez on, they wanted to hug you, they wanted to have a picture taken with you, and it just uh, it gave me a whole different perspective because I wasn't there to entertain. I was there as a, just a Shriner, and they were very appreciative of us being there and thanking us for everything that we do for them. Oh, is there any anything different uh, about Freemasonry than you expected, George, when when you got into this? Well, I've been in Freemasonry since 1972, and <clears throat> Masonry is what you an individual makes of it. And I studied it, uh, I worked at it, uh, I went through the chairs, and and then when I the fraternal side takes a good man makes him better as a, when I got into the vault at the shrine and got into clowning to where I had a more direct involvement with kids and what have you and what we are about as far as raising money it just it's a way to give back that you know 100% of what you make or 100% of what you're able to, to have people give goes to the direct cause there's no uh, all the administrative fees and what have you 
they're not there. You, it's 100% of what I give, 100% of what you give or anybody gives goes direct to the hospital. It's really all the costs are absorbed by the Shrine because they host and do all these events, so that all comes from the members, really. Yes, exactly. Dorothy, tell me, go back to the earliest memories you have of, of Freemasonry, I guess. Do you remember when you first became aware of Freemasonry? Um, yes. I owned my own business in Mesa. And the pharmacist on the corner that we went to all the time was a mason and started talking to myself and my mother, who was the wife of a mason, and my father had passed away at that time, talked my husband into going into masonry. The pharmacist did? The pharmacist did. <laughs> okay. Yep. So that's how it all started. And how much longer after that it did take before you became involved in the ladies' organizations? Uh, quite a few years because I you were skeptical maybe in the beginning. Mm, yeah, probably <laughs> I didn't join ladies' organizations till 1972, oh, 78. Wow. Okay. Well, that's about time. I, yeah. I joined the Shrine in 70, or the yeah. Mason in 72. So that's interesting. Yeah. What you, you, George, you mentioned before about. Uh, uh, Masonry is about making good men better, which uh, almost everybody I interview mentioned. Anything else, that, you know, what keeps you coming? What keeps you interested? What makes this the shrine and masonry so important to you? It's, it becomes a, a way of life of uh, looking for things that you can do to make other things better or to keep things going the way they need to be going. To uh, It just... Uh, I have other hobbies, you know, and other things I like to do, what have you, but if there's a need to where we have a meeting or we have uh, an outing to where we can go and show who we are and represent what we are, then then we perpetuate uh, this organization for years to come. Any any closing thoughts or last memories, Dorothy, you want to share with folks? I think they should all be involved. 100%. 100%. <laughs> How about you, George? Well, uh, my motto this year is uh, for Masons to attend Lodge regularly, even if it's a Lodge that uh, they're not a member of, but it's in the locale where they live. If, uh, we have a lot of Shriners and Masons out here that are from other states and other countries, and they're out here in the wintertime. So attend Lodge regularly, attend the Shrine regularly, Look for good men to become Masons and look for good Masons to become Shriners. We can all make a difference. Agreed, George. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Dorothy, thank you very much for doing this interview. Awesome.